posted. Who was it? Was it by a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a boat to a stranger by a friend? Someone younger, someone older? Were there multiple people involved? Were you ghosted by family or a boss? Maybe whoever ghosted you probably sucks. No one does it right. Let's talk about it with Kadi Asad, Ghost Detective, and my friend James Hilmer. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Kadiasad Ghost Detective. I'm here with my good friend, James Hilmer. Hello. Hey. Um, and we are here with a very special guest this week. Uh, give it up for Lexi Grace. Yay! Yay. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lexi, we have a lot of shared history, and mostly the shared history is that we have very good friends and that we call each other like twice a month and uh, just we give each other a lot of pep talks and, uh, and healthily vent. Yeah, and then we talk for like six out, like six yeah. to seven hours yeah. in that one call. Like, yeah, I the thing is, like, we never run out of subject. No. It's always like, and this, and <laughs> this, and this, and this, and I feel like we have like five fake endings. Yes, we um, do. There is, and like it'll be like, okay, I'll let you go to sleep, and then someone will bring up like another like creeping subject that we think about all the time. We're like, yeah, I think about that too. And then it just keeps going. <laughs> no, exactly. Exactly. A hundred percent. And what I will say too, just because you guys have told me to tell the audience that okay. this episode, we are doing it very safe and I am actually wearing a mask. Yes. yes. Lexi's wearing a mask. because She's a very good person and good citizen, good citizen yeah. knows that the pandemic is technically not over, even though it is trending to the common cult. Yeah. <laughs> Which is good. Which is good. Um, I said that for me, for no one. Yeah. <laughs> That's for my nerves and for my brain. <laughs> helps to say it out loud. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, Oh, I have shared history with Lexi as well. Yeah. Lexi was very nice to do my old podcast when it was just getting started and was super supportive. Introduced me to so many people who were then really went did. on to be guests and you really helped me build that, which then in turn made me realize I love podcasting and I want to change my career to that. I'm in podcast production now. So that's, you're very influential in that way too. Oh my I, God. I love that. Also, uh, well, shared history. I got on your podcast because Cody yeah. recommended me and Cody too. Like, um, I think to know about Cody is I think we bonded because like one of the first times we hung out, the cops came by. Yes. And well, they- we were we were in my 98 Corolla. <laughs> so Lexi and I both do comedy. We forgot to say that, too. We've obviously met through comedy, as every guest on here has also said. Um, but we were doing a show in like not L.A., kind of outside of L.A. Yeah, outside. We were doing a show outside of L.A. We were, we were hanging in your car. In my 98 Corolla, which does look rough. And we were having we were doing what we normally do. Yeah. Like, but this was like the first time we did it where we yeah. were having like a very heart to heart talk. Yeah. And we were go- like, I'm sure had the cops not shown up, we would have talked for a very yeah. long. I know that was like, very abrupt to th- throw in the cops. But yeah, the cops came. They knocked on the window because I think they thought one of us was a prostitute. Okay. They thought some they thought some tomfoolery was going on. Uh-huh. And some like belly who some. Yeah. yeah some. <laughs> <laughs> some good old fuckery was happening and we both me and Lexi both got very protective of the other Lexi and I are both women of color <laughs> we both got very protective of the other person yeah but we both were like 
we didn't think about ourselves. We both were like, I have to, like, I was like, I have to protect Lexi. And I was like, I have to protect Connie. I have to make sure that like nothing happens to like her or her car. (laughs) Like that's where my head was. Yeah. So we like rolled down the window. We're like, what do you want? We're here to protect our friends and our friendship. And Beautiful not your hatefulness. Solidarity, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, your windshield, your license plate is blocked or something. There was a, there's like a word for it, which is like another code for you look like a person of color and pulled yeah, you over. Harass you and this was the bare minimum thing we could yeah. pull. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we weren't even, he didn't even pull us over. No, we, we were weren't parked. driving. Right, yeah, yeah so we it's were, even more fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. just like came and knocked on the window to be like, oh, now that I see your faces have the shine of innocence and clean on it, I'm going to go away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was like, oh, okay. It was like, it's sometimes you want to tell people like have you ever never heard of like therapy car sessions like yeah uh, yeah it's like we're obviously just having a heart to heart <laughs> in a parked car because we're booked on a dive bar show which is great but also we decided to step outside and talk instead <laughs> yeah well okay so through doing this podcast the one i did before as well i've just gotten to know a lot more comics and i've often felt when they're hanging out it's usually with you and like some other comics are around I feel like they, you said you have really long phone calls and it feels like they're afraid to stop talking. I, I, the feeling I get, the sentence that comes into my head is like, if we stop talking, we'll die. So they seem to be feeding each other's like, oh, I'll keep talking. Oh, no. I'll oh, like when talking. you observe me and other comedians yeah, talk, it feels like, like there's a fear of, of the chatter stopping. Yeah. I'm like, it's almost like it's always a podcast where I'm like, it's okay if there's just some silence for a while. Guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's really funny. I've definitely witnessed that. I think I would describe though me and Cotty's time is that we've lived in silence for most of our lives. Yeah. So then when we get to talk, it's like, I finally can reveal all the thoughts that I've had in my head. So like, it's more of like a, but I totally understand because I've definitely seen that too. And that is exhausting when you see someone. And it might be a fear of silence. It also is like comedians love to riff. And it's like if we were musicians, we'd be jamming and everyone would be like, wow, it's beautiful music. But because we're comedians, everyone's like, you're just ruining my fucking conversation <laughs> and talking over me with your stupid bit idea. <laughs> Especially, too, when you're like, the bit has died. It's yeah, the, died. Yeah. You've moved you guys, on. let go of the bit. Yeah, there is a fear. I've been a, I've had I've had comedians tell me, like, you know, silence is OK, right? <laughs> like in conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I. Very uh, socially anxious. Yeah, I yes. feel like it's it's interesting, though. There's a few times, though, where, like, I feel, if this is okay to say, I yeah. feel like me and Cotty have definitely witnessed people where they've been had they've been in the like a comic in the process of an emotional breakdown oh, and yeah. we don't talk we're just like we're just gonna watch this yeah like we'll we'll do what we can but once we realize it's like off the rails and they are going for it. Yeah. I, I remember uh, one show, me and Cotty were just in the back and we were watching someone on stage and we were like, they are not going to get off that stage for yeah. a while. They're <laughs> just up there uh, living uh, in an ulterior world, maybe. Not ulterior, alternative world. Oh where they're like, this is appropriate to say now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like when I first got into comedy, we'll we'll get to this. But when we first got into when I first got into comedy, I saw so many men doing that, just having huge emotional breakdowns on stage. 
kids. I was they like, never like they probably never had therapy. They never had like a friend that they could talk to and just say what they were really feeling. And then finally, they found a place, and it's through a microphone. Unfortunately, no, yeah, and it's like a. Th- it used to be like three minute sets too, so it was like they had to have a quick emotional breakdown <laughs> and get off stage. I, I remember a guy one time I was at an open mic, and this guy said, um, "I paid five dollars." For five minutes of your life, and I get to tell you, I get to control you for the next five oh minutes. And it was like, it's like, I remember I was at a wedding like two weekends ago, and this girl was like, I'd love to go to an open mic. It sounds so fun just to watch, like not oh, to no. perform. And I was like, No, you don't. You yeah. don't. No, I hate it when people are like, Doesn't your boyfriend come to these? I'm like, No, I love him. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to put him through this. Like it's it's very different from from like an actual stand up show. Like an actual stand up show is super fun. Yeah. And then in an open mic, it's like I one time saw a guy do a presentation about a house he was going to buy. Uh-huh. Like he just to just, practice it on everyone. Yeah, it was like just he was getting practice. he was getting ready for like a city council talk. Yeah. And he I guess he used to show up at this particular open mic a lot. But oh. then I never saw him after he did that. Not a bad idea. Did you ever did you ever give public comment at anything like that? Like city council? I'm it's like, terrifying because people that opposed the position I was supporting were screaming at me while I did it. So really? I think it's not a bad idea to uh, practice. Practice. Yeah. Yeah. I've like gone to watch before. And usually if I'm doing that, it's like a whole thing. So there's a lot of people in support of it. Right. So, but it is, it's I crazy. Big union guys with their hard hats, with all the stickers, like slapping me on the back in support. Yeah. While I had other like uh, community members. I won't get into the issue it was, but I was on the right side. Trust <laughs> <me>. <laughs> community members yelling at me. I was supporting there should be more homeless shelters in Koreatown. A lot of Koreatown business owners did not support that and were yelling at me. But Yeah. Yes, James is a good one, as they say. <laughs> um, the time has come. Lexi, will you please regale us with who ghosted you? Yes, okay. So when you guys first reached out to me about doing this, I was thinking and thinking about, like, I've had a lot of ghosting situations, uh, even with close friends, like, just, but, like, I mean, they pop back up. It's not, like, for, for right. uh, but... The thing I really wanted to talk about, I was debating doing this, but I was like, you know what? I think someone needs to hear this. Like, okay. I Ooh. think someone needs to hear this and know that they're not alone because I recently found out that I wasn't alone, that this had also happened to someone else. Okay. But I was ghosted. And this is a platonic ghosting. This isn't a romantic ghosting. Hooray. But, These are juicier. <laughs> we love out. the platonic. Yeah. yeah. It's somehow more heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. But I was ghosted by like a clergy member, by like my youth pastor. Mm. Oh. What? Okay. Yeah. If you had a name to, don't give them the, if you wanted to give them a fake name, which we encourage. What yeah, would I would be? give them a fake name. Yeah. What's their name? Uh, Veronica. Veronica. Ooh, sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I like Veronica. That's fun to say. <laughs> okay, so you were ghosted by your, your clergy member, sexy Veronica. Uh, sorry, not sexy, just Veronica. I added that. I'm stirring the pot. Um, <laughs> so how? So I'm assuming you met when you were younger. Yeah, I was about like 11 or 10 when she entered like the sphere because she was 
she was like for for youth pastor standards you were right she was like sexy she was good looking what Mm -hmm. she is you know she was like she was like i feel like uh i don't know you've seen the righteous gemstones hell yeah yeah like so it's kind of like that show we love that yeah yeah. so it it kind of was like the like the adam the adam uh, divine character character where he's like good with the youth exactly (laughs) was she doing backflips on trampolines and stuff to get your attention (laughs) she wasn't doing that but like she dressed like super hip and she would be like she knew like all the songs and all the movies and you know, just was like someone that seemed like really popular. Like, interesting. She seemed really cool. Do you think to do that job, they're kind of at home, like researching, like what kids t- like? I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Such a they, crazy thing. <laughs> How to get children to like you? <laughs> well, I think it's like that's an interesting question. Like, or is it they have that personality? They're into those things anyway, and it just melds well with their career. For her, I felt like she was a um, like she was just cool already. Like she was just like a cool, you know, she I don't know. She just was like a cool woman. But I definitely do feel like there are some youth pastors that like we had prior that for sure were like trying to see like, what are the kids up to? I'm going to watch TRL. I'm going to watch MTV. Oh, so you you have felt like a forced connection before. But it felt very genuine with her. Yeah, it yeah. felt like she was like just of the that like culture, like in that time, and just yeah. You know, and she wasn't trying too hard. Like she never tried to present like, oh, I know this and I know that. And it was interesting because she was part of like a youth group team. Yeah, and so there was another youth leader who I felt was actually trying super hard, and he actually turned. Okay, this is a little weird. Okay, but. Are how they got so we had like a youth night, right? Mm-hmm. And in the youth night, they decided to turn half of the youth night into like a youth club. So they had like a like a dance floor, and it was about like the time when like clown like um I think the term is like clowning and crumping were like really big. Oh, okay. And so they would do battles, so it attract like all of these people that were actually like pretty like rebellious delinquent teenagers to come just for that and then yeah. church was after that so they would leave after that yeah. when the church started so it was like there it'd be like church was packed with all these youths but then they would leave because they were like oh it's lame or whatever i well, just came here to clown and exactly whatever. and it was like yeah. dark and everyone yeah. was like it really was like a club environment like you couldn't breathe like there was no supervision oh. in the room oh my gosh like, uh-huh. they were hungry to get you guys there they yeah were like exactly. letting that happen yeah mm-hmm. so people would like would it clown and crump? Is that what you said? Yeah, and they would like dance I battle like an each other. Old. I'm like, did you clown and sounds very old, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like the one time, like this is a weird aside, but like the only time where I've almost been jumped was at church. Oh my God. Oh. Because they were all like rambunctious. And yeah. Like, and they wanted so my iPod and I uh. was like. Did you have to give it to them? No, I talked them out of it because I, <laughs> I was like, you don't want the music that's on here. It's like because it was at the time when it wasn't like super common to like connect your iPod to like it wasn't like like nowadays where you, you don't really need like you could use your iPhone and you don't need another device. Yeah, yeah. you needed something else. So I was like, well, you can't add music to it. And then I said, and then the music that I have on here is like, you know, I don't think you'll like it. It's like 
white jazz. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) So it's like, if you want to do like, listen to Diane crawl all day and like Jason Mraz, go for it. (laughs) And they were like, "Mm, no, thank you. No, thank you. Okay. So you were, you said you were 10 or 11. Yeah. And so do you mind me asking what denomination of Christianity. It was Christian non-denomination. Oh, okay. Like, mm-hmm. so you guys are you guys oh, non-denominational. Are... It's yeah. hard. It's non-denominational. Yeah. Non-denominational. Yeah. It all feels very non-denominational. So having like a youth pastor that's cool. Yeah. The club night thing. That's all yeah. very much out of coloring outside of the lines. Yeah. Yeah. We had like a step team too. Yeah. Oh. And a drum line. Wow. Mm. But you guys weren't like a mega church. Per se, like baby mega, baby mega. Mm. Like if the gemstones came to town, would they be interested in your church or would they move on to pastors with bigger churches? Well, they would probably move on because it's not a big enough fish, but they still would be impressed by the numbers and they would maybe do like a maybe try to just get you guys into the gemstone branding. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. That's a good that's a good uh, indicator of the type of church the, yeah the size and the yeah. look of it yeah. yeah um okay and so she came in and she was naturally cool and like everyone kind of liked her yeah she was like she was definitely like a light like she was like super like bright and super like cool and what was cool was like she had taken an interest in me because i was kind of like i even though i was like a church kid i was like still like pretty um like I was like a little too nerdy for like the church kids. Uh-huh. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so the church kids who like went to the who like were interested in being good Christians, they were like, "Uh, nerd alert!" Yeah. Exactly. Oh my god! Nerdy and like, what kind of things were yeah, you into? Yeah. What? Yeah. Like, how did you out nerd them? This is a safe space. You can look like, around. There's like yeah. fantasy novels and stuff yeah. on the shelves. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, it's uh, it's it, no, this is a lovely space, by the way. Um, but uh, it's it was like nerdy in the sense that it just was like, like, you know, like other kids were trying to get into stuff. And I was like, we got to do like we got to just stick to what what they said to do. Oh, oh yeah, like okay. I was like, I wasn't like a like a narc or anything, but <laughs> I, <laughs> which I guess is a very narc thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wasn't a narc. Yeah. Um, but, like, I was, like, the one that was, like, I'd watch, like, the other kids would, like, do other things and I'd be, like, staying to watch VeggieTales and stuff like okay. that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you you were often alone because the ki- you didn't want to do yeah, what the, the bad other things. kids were doing, exactly. which was bad. So, she took an interest in you maybe because you did sort of self-isolate a little bit. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I'm very excited for you guys to do this investigation. I feel like no, this yeah, is going to be therapy. No, like, yeah. We're, gonna, we're we're excited. We're going to get into it. Because when you said we're going to get down to the bottom, I was a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> we're um, trying. <laughs> but yeah, so she was she was definitely um, super hip, super cool. Uh, the other thing too, like, I don't know if I should add this in, like if this sounds weird or something, but, uh, she like also like some people have like gifts of like visions. Okay. And so she had like a vision about me. 
Mm-hmm. Oh. And so she was like, you're going to do like really cool things and like all like she had like this long list of like great visions yeah. for me. So how, how did she tell you that? Did she like pull you aside one day or like uh, she was like praying during service mm. and then she was like vision for you. Oh, in front of everybody, in front of the whole congregation, like the youth congregation. Oh, and then she like pointed at you and said, I had a vision about Lexi. About you. Yeah. Oh, about you, You, Lexi. Yeah. But she was talking to you in front of like all the kids. Exactly. And then she was like, she then she went to another kid and she was like, you're going to do cool things, but not as great as Lexi. Oh, Oh my gosh. Like she was like, Lexi's gonna be international. You'll be domestic. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> so specific. Yeah. It's like, oh, I guess I'll Is take this it. The type yeah. of church where people would speak in tongues or not quite that. Yeah. It was it was yeah. like the type of church, but like not not necessarily at the forefront. Like people aren't doing laps around the church. Yeah. Like it isn't one of those churches where people are doing like laps and laps and laps, you yeah. know. Okay. Like, like, it's like, I would say, again, it's probably like, it's on the side. Like, it's like, you know, like, people are getting demons cast out, but like, not every day. Like, yeah. it's like, okay. it's like, maybe once a month. Yeah. Maybe once a month. <laughs> once, once a month exorcism. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you guys call that? This is an aside, but do you guys call them exorcisms too? Or is that? No, we call them, uh... You said demon cast out. Yeah, you call it like I'm cast. Yeah, you're casting out the demon. Like oh, there's not okay. really a word for it. Yeah. It's just like just cast it, out because it's not really like when it happened. It wasn't like planned. It was just like it would like come up. It'd be like I feel it in here, and then you cast him out from there. Well, okay, like because my church wasn't like 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 that, so it's like hard to like. It wasn't like they would be like I feel something. It wasn't okay. like like what the rock is cooking us. Right. <laughs> like it wasn't like that. It just was more like someone would come up, and then there would be like kind of like that person would be like really feeling it, and then they would pray, and then the person would like maybe like fall back. Yeah, yeah, that happens. But it it was like my the church I went to, which was interesting, was like youth night was more urban, but the actual church makeup was more um like Caucasian. Okay, mm. okay. So it was like a weird mix. Okay, okay. So it was there was a lot of spirituality, a lot of like liveliness at the church. And Veronica, during service one day, had a vision about you and shared it in front of the kids. Yeah. Like, pointed it out, kind of made them feel bad. <laughs> She's like, you all fucking suck, except for Lexi. I have a theory about this. And, okay, so... What so was that one of your first interactions with her or no no so like basically feel free, free, feel free to walk us through it okay okay yeah. sorry I just no, got no, no, really okay. excited no, no, I no, like yeah. jumped in I was no, like no no you're good you're good you're good you're killing it um so like for context I guess it started with I'm trying to think where where does so so Veronica came to the church and before we had another youth pastor who he was like not necessarily good with children um but he i really liked him because one time i convinced him to uh like gamble his uh uh, uh credit card to me in tic-tac-toe oh, not wow. tic-tac-toe in uh, checkers in oh Connect my Four. god and i had won it 
And then he said I needed the pin, which I now I know you don't need the pin, but oh. he was like, you need the pin. So then he played for like his life and he oh won the card gosh. back. Wow. You're like, I liked him because he was uh, gullible and easily like, <laughs> manipulative, <laughs> easy to manipulate. Uh, but he was a really nice guy. He was a nice guy. But anyway, they realized that like he wasn't connecting with the kids because yeah. like I was really the only one that he was like talking. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, yeah, in some way they're like, yeah, they're vying for, I'm going to be the one to break through to this kid that's self-isolating. But actually, Lexi's just very positive for them. I'm yeah. like, I'll support you in trying to be the youth pastor. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So then, um, so then she comes in and she's like this wave of fresh air. Yeah. And it's her and then two other guys. But the other guys there, you could leave or take them. Like they were very, they were very much like you could tell I was putting it on. Okay. Like they yeah. were like, da, 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 da. I totally know what you're talking about. There's like, there's like a force to like, Jesus loves you. And it's like, why are you shaking? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it was, it was very much where it's like her, it just like radiated. Okay. Yeah. And so I was like, I want to be f like, I was just like, I wanted to like be around her. Like I just yeah. thought it was like in like it was intoxicating. Like I was like, you know, uh, I grew up in a religious household. And like so to me, it was like, well, I'm spending my time here anyway. I might as well be around people that like I actually like, you know, that's actually yeah. super chill and super cool. Like because the only other person that really wanted to be my friend at church was like this girl that was a gang member. She was like in a like in a gang oh. and she like wanted to be my friend. Yeah. And I was like, I've seen you do some bad stuff. <laughs> You're like, I'm scared of you. <laughs> and I was like, I want friends, but not that bad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, I need another friend at church. <laughs> yeah. And my, you know, and my other youth leader, too, that I liked that was before that youth leader, she had left like because she. Yeah. She had like she had she had to go. She went um to another uh like another country and like was doing some stuff. But yeah. like we still were in contact, but it wasn't. Yeah. So then when the new youth leader came, I think there was I can't remember all the details, but I think that there was some sort of program that she was like, you know, like, like in was like of. like in charge yeah. of and wanted kid kid helpers. Yeah. And so I had like volunteered. And so then she was like, oh, you know what, Lexi, like, you're really I just remember then it was like, you're really cool. I'm going to take you under my wing. OK. And so mm, the thing was okay. behind the church, they had like an apartment building they owned. Mm, and okay. so I remember one day like this is like kind of when our relationship dynamic changed. OK. She like took me to the like the apartment like complex because they had a like a they had like a uh, apartment that they would they didn't rent out that was just for them yeah um like almost like a green room i guess okay yeah to uh, get amped up to go do the youth services oh. maybe <laughs> so she, so, so she did, they didn't pay for her housing but they had an apartment nearby she could go like get ready at yeah it was like for like it also was for like the the main people too like when they had when they would have like the big time pastors they would put them oh, there and okay. then they would so bring like them. a comedy condo but exactly. a church condo okay <laughs> 100 100% a 
church condo. A church condo. <laughs> Hilarious, but probably way cleaner than a comedy yeah, condo. Yeah, exactly. It was super clean, like yeah. really nice. Um, really, like I would live there. It was cool. <laughs> uh, so she took so me. She, okay, so did you feel like special? You're like, oh, I'm going yeah, to. Yeah, I felt so special. Yeah. She was like, okay, you know, we're going to go to like the, the meeting room. And so then she, then I'm like, oh, where are we going? She's like, just follow me. And like, she had already taken me to Starbucks like a few times. Oh. So I just thought like, oh, we're going like on it. Like it was always so yeah. cool when you got to, like when I got to go away from like the other kids. Because yeah. it definitely made me feel special. Yes. So she like opens the door to the comedy condo and she's like, oh, take a, the, 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 the church condo. Yeah. She's like, take a seat. So I'm like taking a seat. It's like the coolest, like. You know, I hadn't really been in like an environment like that nice or that like right. kind of cool and like, you know, like it's like a leather couch and like, yeah, a really nice table. And so we're sitting like there and then she's just like she's like, you know, I just have decided that like, you know, it's important that like I start inputting into you and like I want to see you like uh-huh. uh like kind of build more in the the like in the youth department you know like kind of stuff like that so she right. started taking a liking to me she also was like super supportive of like my um like at the time i was really into like filmmaking so she was like how about you make like the video announcements oh so i would make the video announcements and she invited me to go to the offices and like shoot like we did like a um office like sketch like yeah. for like the youth like the like where it was like because the office was like really big at the time. So you got mm-hmm. to write a little sketch. Yeah, and oh she started God, it. Hilarious. You're and like already a writer. Yeah. <laughs> like eleven. You're like back to one. So hit the joke harder. <laughs> and so it was really cool. And I edited it and I put some music uh on it. And it was just like really fun. And like she would take me to go like eat like on the weekends. Yeah. And we would like just like do all these like different, you know, it felt like really cool. And like, you know, I call her and then she like drive me around and stuff like that. So you guys were like hanging out, doing planning church stuff, getting church stuff ready, but also kind of hanging out just like socially, like you could call her up about a problem or exactly. something. Okay. It was like not so much like I wouldn't call her too much about problems because even back like when I was um, like 10 or 11, I was still very conscious of like, I didn't want to put my problems on someone else. Yeah. So Aww. I was like. So early to know that. <laughs> but, but you're a child. You're then the society is supposed to take care of you. You can put your problems on adults. I know. I'm saying it's interesting as a child. Um, that, have yeah, that. Yeah. 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 And so I was like really not doing, you know, like I was. And then she brought me one time to like I felt really special because she brought me to like all the youth pastors were meeting and she brought me to like have like a kid to like have like their like their opinion. Which is like really cool. Yeah. And she kind of like trying to handpick you to eventually become a youth pastor, you think? I don't know if it was just like she just felt like it just felt like I felt like super special. Like, I felt, like, super, you know, like, like. Chosen. Yeah, super chosen. Accepted and, like. Yeah, accepted, especially because, like, in my youth, like, thing, it was, like, I was so much of a nerd. Like, this happened. um, I'll tell you about an event that happened, like, a little, like, later so that you can, like, understand the context. But it's like there was like uh, in the youth groups, we were also broken up into like smaller things like when the service so it was like a smaller like Bible study type thing. And my group, like they didn't really like gel well, like they didn't really like want to do things with me. 
And I remember one time, again, this is going to be a time jump, mm -hmm. but it was a girl's like quinceanera. And yeah. it was mine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was Cotty's. And uh, all she did was talk about the quinceanera like the whole time and be like, we're more praying for the quinceanera. And she invited everybody in there. Except Veronica, for, Veronica did or this? No, this, this other girl. girl. This yeah. other girl. Okay. Um, and she invited every everyone in like our youth circle except me to the King oh, Yeah, and they were like it dancing. Wasn't me. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would never do this to Lexi. <laughs> and um, I remember thinking like, if I can just get past this quince, then maybe I can make some friends. Oh, and yeah. then uh, unfortunately, at the girls' quince, her uh, like this is very sad. A little bit, yeah. It's 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 no, it's a lot sad. But um, for me, it was like devastating but at the girls say her uncle gets killed by a drunk driver in front of everybody at the oh Kinsey. my god that is very sad like seeing yeah. and so then i ended up having to um when i got back i was like oh the kinsen's done and then they were like nope actually everyone now from youth group has to go to uh what do you morning what do you call it when it's like morning I think like uh, grief counseling. Yeah, you have to all go yeah. to grief counseling. Oh yeah. And then they were like, except you, Lexi. Why? Because you I wasn't there. Oh, you weren't there. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So then yeah. they were so then it was I mean, it kind of is like uh, part of me, like the the dark like the dark comedian side of me is kinda like that's like kind of a little bit funny of like <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you, you're excluded you're included in the cool group for even this yeah, yeah, yeah like, i don't even that. get to go to grief counseling yeah. exactly that's hilarious so then i had to just like watch veggie tales by myself and at that point i was like i'm so over veggie tales like, <laughs> i was like 14 and i was like i'm done with veggie tales <laughs> Broccoli, <laughs> exactly. Oh, no hair yeah. for my toothbrush. Yeah. No hair for my toothbrush. Oh, hair, oh, hair, oh, hair, oh, hair, oh, hair. Larry the cucumber, great guy. Yeah, Larry the cucumber, Bob the tomato, Fantastic. homies. <laughs> they are they're your homies. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so it just was like it. It was literally like so weird to have everybody in the youth group, but then they had to go to the service with me, right? Because yeah. that was just like one component. Like, yeah, it was like dance was like, like the dance club was like forty five minutes. Then the smaller groups were like twenty minutes, and then it was another forty minute thing of like the church, yeah, kind of thing. Okay, so um, so you always were kind of excluded, yeah, even in Greek. <laughs> <laughs> but she was like taking you to these like big meetings and stuff yeah so it yeah. felt nice to feel yeah. like oh, okay like at least like i'm doing something right even if yeah. like the kids don't really yeah uh like me, me. Yeah. yeah um i'm so grateful now i have lots of friends <laughs> <laughs> you do have a lot of friends <laughs> so so you were you were getting on she was like really like treating you special and like taking you places yeah did other kids notice this behavior and care about it or um i don't know if they cared about it i didn't notice like she took me to like habitat for humanity and like we we built like a like we kind of you worked on a house together like a like a whole summer or just like a day trip just like a day trip okay. so we were doing like day trip stuff like that yeah like, I just the two of you just uh 
it depends. Like some of the stuff was just the two of us, but like the day trip thing, it was a little bit like it was me and like another youth kid, but the mostly it was just adults. Okay. Uh, Cause it's mostly like you're dealing with like nails and like stuff yeah. like that. So <laughs> not a kid friendly environment. Yeah. I don't think the insurance was like going to cover it, but my mom was like, yeah, it's fine. You can break like, see, um, and you know, it just was, uh, yeah. And it, it was, uh, I don't know. It was weird. And then there was like also like the pastor's kid who it was like they were I was more jealous because like she would do things with them. And then I was also like, you know, she would do stuff with the pat. Veronica would hang out with the pastor's kids and yeah. like take them places. And you yeah. were like, even though she made you feel special, you were jealous that she was spending like more time with the pastor's kids. And yeah. Stuff. Cause they yeah. weren't like the nicest of kids. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well spoiled. They're, they're the gemstones. Yeah. 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 If you haven't listeners, if you haven't watched the gemstones one, what are you doing with your life? And two, uh, the pastor's kids and the gemstones are complete monsters. They're awful, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was like that. Like they didn't even go to the youth group. Like they didn't go oh. to the youth thing. Like, cause it was like, they were like aside, like they were not, they had private youth group. Exactly. With Papa. Exactly. <laughs> like the gemstones, like the gemstones. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Okay, so she's treating you special, but she also has to hang out, maybe because there's pressure to hang out with the pastor's kids. So strange. (laughs) Um, And you you noticed that, you clocked that, and you were a little jealous. Um, Did, so what happened next? Did she, like, um, did this continue and then she ghosted you, or... Yeah, it continued for a little bit longer. And then and then also her sister. I, I'm just giving you all the facts so yeah, that yeah, you can investigate. Yeah. Yes. Um, but also her sister and her her sister's husband. They yeah. also worked at the church. So basically what ends up happening is. Um, is essentially there's all this build up, build up, build up, build up. And then of like uh, hanging out with her, just and hanging out stuff. with her. And yeah. I'm thinking like, OK, this is like we're doing things. This is yeah. good. Um, I ask her for like, well, not necessarily advice. I just tell her about something that's happening. Don't know if this is direct correlation. OK, but then and uh, but then it's like I slowly. I like start reaching out like, hey, when are we going to hang out? When are we going to like, you know, like when, when will we hang out right. again? And then I hear nothing. Mm. Like and you're I'm directly texting her. Directly, directly texting. Then I'm like, maybe the texts aren't working. So I'm like calling because, you know, you're little. So yeah. you're like, so I'm leaving like a voice voicemails for her. Like, yeah, hey, like, oh my God, it's breaking my heart. Yeah. Um, and then you're still 11 at this point. Yeah. At this point, I'm like 13. OK. Oh, so you guys had been hanging out for like two years. Yeah. Oh. <gasps> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm like, I'm sending some, um, you know, I'm sending some messages. I'm like calling. I'm like, hey, you know, I, I yeah. would love to see you, you know, even just briefly, like, da 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 da. And like really putting my heart and soul and into it. And um, sh- she's not like getting as active in the youth group. Like she's there, but like, it's, she's pulling away or something. She's like getting more hoisted into like the main ministry. Oh. As opposed to like the youth. Yeah. Okay. And then um not to be a Debbie Downer, but one of my friends dies. 
I see her at the funeral. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry about your friend, by the way. It's okay. And um, so then she gives me a hug and it's like the best hug that I've ever had in my life. It was like so nice, so warm. Yeah. Um, And then she continues to ghost. Huh. And then when I'm 14, she, my mom's out of town and she shows up at like a uh, play that I'm doing because she like she heard my mom was out of town. So she goes to the play um, with her friend. Okay. And then she's like, great job. Um, uh, she's like, oh, do you need a ride? I'm like, oh, no, my, actually, my dad's here. She's like, oh, okay. And then I think like, okay, this is another open door. Don't hear back from her. Yeah. And then, um, then like a year later, she like moves to New York. Okay. And you don't know why she moved to New York. Well, she moved to New York for like another church, but another I don't church. know why she didn't return any of my calls. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. And you don't, do you feel comfortable sharing what you asked her advice for or would you rather not? Share? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was like more like I was going through, um, some issues with like some male figures and I was just like, you know, like I was like, I don't know how to like talk to them like about this and this. And, you know, it was just basically like, I think as a child, I was trying to, I was feeling like people trying to pigeonhole me as like a girl, like being like, you can't do this and you can't do this. And I was just like, I don't know. Yeah. And um, yeah. And so I don't know. Another bit of context, too, is that her her sister and her sister's um, husband worked at the church as well. And they. um they always wanted a kid and they were having trouble conceiving. And then yeah. they finally were able to like adopt. Okay. Um, so I don't know if that also like affected it where it was like, she was becoming an aunt and maybe she had it more was... responsibilities over there or something. Yeah. That's interesting. Were the male figures you were asking about, were they like leaders in the church? No, they weren't connected at all. Okay. Interesting. Hmm. This is, and then it was like the reason too I wanted to share it is because like it's like another like level like I've been like you know I've been left on red by like my dad but it's like another thing to be like left on red yeah. by like someone in the church appointed yeah. by God exactly yeah. it, it kind of almost feels like I broke a sin or a commandment like right. then the sin was like don't be Lexi Grace or something oh <laughs> and you've already been excluded from everything including grief yeah. exactly so. Um, that is really interesting. It's weird. What, uh, to me, something that is interesting is that she waited for your mom to be out of town to go see your play. But I think that's, if we can start to dissect it a little bit, I think they, the youth pastor has a general sense of duty to take care of the kids, right? And then your mom's out of town, so there's like, maybe she was thinking I should go to the play because someone's missing from coming to see it. But did she like, how did she know your mom was out of town? Oh, because my mom still was like close, like the, like the, not super close, but like, I don't know. That's a, well, because my mom, the, how I think is like my mom still like was pretty active in the church. She was still pretty active and like she was like, you know, friendly with the, the, the heads of like the church and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think it might have been. Like that, but I do think your your 
right and like her thing was like oh she's gonna be all alone like let mm-hmm. me go and yeah support yeah okay i guess i have some follow-up questions well, i'm gonna read the okay notes. read the notes i always read the notes in a form of a poem that sometimes happenstance silly lands in a haiku format oh but, love it but this one probably will not it's james haiku longer. not haiku mm. <clears throat> veronica crumping cast out domestic and international church condo pastor's kids nails main ministry new york i love that that's really good thank you james thank you that was a great interpretation isn't it it's so funny i love it so much i love how seriously you read it like (laughs) and also like the nails i feel like it's like a double right it's like the nails of the but also like the nails of like the cross also like the nails of the thing but also (laughs) you know this is fascinating to me because you're right it's like she's like appointed by god to be there and she had a vision about you and she kind of sought you out because she could tell maybe that well she had a vision about you but also like I wonder if she also was like let me kind of bring her in because she seems to be excluded from the other kids and I want to make her feel good do you um do you think the pastor's kids like she do you wonder if she had to give more attention to them or something I don't think it was like a choose one or the other yeah but I don't know. I just know that it's like, it's like, you know, uh, I left like a lot of voicemails. Yeah. So it was just like, you know. Can I give my theory? Yeah. Well, do you feel like looking back at any time? Okay. So I'll just, let me lay it all out. So are you still religious? Yes. Yes. I still believe in God, even with the ghosting. And I want to say that <laughs> people are like people will ghost you. But I don't think God, at least my belief is God will never ghost. But I did have like an existential crisis. Yeah. yeah. Where I was thinking like this woman is an arm to God. Yeah. Like, what does this say about me? Yeah. But I, I wanted to share this story because I wanted to help anybody else because I realized that like I think other people have been ghosted by youth leaders and yeah. pastors that's why when you guys said that i was like i want to talk about it because yeah i know during quarantine i found a video i was looking at an interview of like this per- i was like i was interviewing for a job and so i was looking for a bunch of um like for i was interviewing for a writing jobs so i was trying to look up all this content on this person like this person i was interviewing with and i found a clip and he was talking about how he had been ghosted by his pastor yeah and i was like oh my gosh it's a little his circumstances were a little different yeah but it was kind of similar in the sense that i was like he experienced that too and he felt that kind of like oh my gosh this is god god hates me right like kind of thing i was thinking that because in our society and culture uh religion stands out as being a little bit of a gray area of that this is an institution and then they have money to support themselves and it's her job. She's kind of a therapist, kind of a community leader, kind of like helping out with other things as things pop up for people in that community to help out with parenting or whatever. And it is her job first and foremost. So I feel like my, my one question was, did you think that maybe people on the outside of it felt that it ever got inappropriate like she was doing too much like taking you to too many things or is it not outside of the realm of what she normally does for that job 
Because I wonder if there was a higher level meeting where they're like, okay, like you put a lot of work into Lexi, now <laughs> shift it around to somebody else or... I, I mean, that's very, that's very possible. Like, I wouldn't put it past it because it was, like, very specialized. Like, I don't think she was taking anybody else to Wahoo Tacos. Yeah. You know, like. That's why I was curious about her going to the play without your mom being there. Like, yeah. I wonder, like, have you ever talked to your mom about your relationship with her? And did, did you know if your mom had an opinion about it? Well, my mom was like, <laughs> when I told my mom I was coming on this podcast, she was like, you should tell them the whole name and where they can find her. Oh, <laughs> because my mom, mommy. Is, my mom also like, I think my mom was also like, you know, she felt hurt because there was like, you can't tell like someone like, hey, don't ghost my kid, you know? Okay. So she like, so she was mad she ghosted you. Yeah. Was she okay with all the time you guys were spending together? Yeah, she was fine. Yeah, she was okay she with was it. She was like, she she was like oh she's a good person like I yeah think it's, you know like, there was nothing like suspicious about yeah. it but I do agree with you that it could have been like a case of like the higher ups because yeah she was bringing me to a lot of events where the higher ups were it was like I got like all access like none of the other kids got to go to the com like the condo so it might have been make it might have been making it other kids jealous it might have been seen as inappropriate because like my one thing, sorry to make it weird, but my one thing was like, we obviously see there's a problem with religion kind of shielding like grooming practices and things. So maybe they were kind of like, this is not quite your job. Maybe don't do all that. That was what my theory was. I'm curious about how much you shared with her and like, were you sharing like deep, heavy things with her a lot? Not a lot. Like that was the thing too that I think kind of made it tragic. It's like we were we were talking about that and then we were also talking about like uh, now looking back, I think like prior to that we had also had like a discussion about cuz it was around the time that like um what was that that thing that was happening? Give California. us some words. Was it a help. priest? Was it was it was it was <laughs> I think it was Prop 9 where it was like the gay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Prop oh, 8. Prop 8. No, I'm Prop 8. Yeah. So we were talking about that. Yeah. And so it was like, even as like a little kid, because I was trying to like wrap my, like I just yeah. kept hearing all these people talk about it. And I yeah. was just like, I don't really understand, you know, yeah. like the, you know. And I just remember like her not kind of answering the question, but evading it. But there was still like another hangout time like after that. But it just is like I just remember. Yeah. It being. Maybe she got moved churches, but sort of against her choice. But she was still at church after she ghosted. You. Yeah. Oh, so right, she right. just stopped hanging out with you specifically, but was still doing the job. Yeah. I'm curious if maybe she felt like scared of the responsibility of, of you. Like maybe she was like. Kind of what James is saying, like, my job is to be the youth pastor. But now I feel like I am also maybe somewhat parenting Lexi. Too attached. And too attached. And it's kind I don't really like that responsibility. And it's not what I signed up for. That's interesting. Yeah. The thing is that, like, like I, I think that, that that's a very valid thing. Like, I think that that's a very good framing of it. Yeah. It just, I think that it was, like, it's, like, I don't know. Like, part of me is like, I mean, I feel I don't. James, you watch K dramas? Yeah, a little bit. Like, I feel I like in K dramas, there's like this sense of like take responsibility for a person if you're going to like be their yeah. friend. And mm -hmm. I feel like, I mean, usually that's more used in romantic connotation, yeah. but 
I feel like in a platonic connotation too, it's like if you start something like, oh yeah, at least explain why it's dissolving. Right. Like kids don't understand that. And as far as you know, there was no conversation between your mom and her about hanging out. And- no, because my mom was like, oh, leave a message, call her. Yeah. So I don't think that my mom like your mom encouraged you to reach out. When yeah. She wasn't, and my mom coming back. Yeah. My mom's very direct. Yeah. In the sense that my mom will be like, don't hang out with that person. Yeah. But she knew your mom was a single mom. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, I want to ask if she knew how your relationship was with your dad. She like, I think she hadn't like she do that my dad was not in the picture but i think she thought that he like really wasn't in the picture like maybe i didn't know who he was okay and so you didn't talk about him a lot i didn't talk about him a lot because like at that time like now we have a better relationship but at the time like me and my dad really i saw him like once a year yeah like it was kind of like uh like pirates of the caribbean right where that guy goes on the island like one day every (laughs) 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 it's like like, you know it was a great day he gave me like lots of gifts and then he would just like disappear Mm. right uh you know it was (laughs) (laughs) it's funny i have a okay i have an image of I have an image of him doing that. You're like, it's not even Christmas. And he's like, bye. <laughs> he's like, it's my calendar. Um, but I, I do think that you might be right that like maybe she had like, I think her also like seeing my dad, like kind of spooked her like where it was like, oh, she has a dad. Like, you know, like, yeah, like I think it was I think sometimes people have like a perceived notion about you right like yeah. and they're like okay she's a single mom her mom is like struggling all yeah this. and then i think it was like she was building this like yeah i don't know i i don't know all i know is uh yeah i just all i know and then i like and then you know for a while like uh i remember getting facebook and like checking her profile <laughs> like, this is uh-huh. crushing my soul um <laughs> huh what's what's Let's send her a message right now. Let's see. Yeah, pull it out. Um, hmm. Okay. I'm wondering. I just like, I f- my gut is telling me that. I guess, should we do the verdict? Yeah. My verdict is. Okay. So we're doing the verdict now. And my verdict is that I feel like I don't have enough evidence, Your Honor, uh, to prove this. But I, my gut is telling me that maybe she took on more than she could chew about your relationship and um, like telling you you're special and taking you to the places. And like, again, knowing you come from a single mom and your mom encouraging you to reach out and call her. Like, I think that may have come off as too much for her and not really what she had in mind. And, and it is, it's wildly cruel to me though, that she would let you call and leave messages and not respond to you. Like that is really heartbreaking to me because you were a child. Um, and, but also I kind of feel like maybe she felt like, Oh, it's God's will that I do. Like I, sometimes people in the name of God allow mischievous behavior or just not great behavior. Okay. Cause they're like, God, it's God's will. Like God will take care of her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. 
I think it's like a calibration. My, I agree with you. And then slightly more, my theory is it's about like calibration of being like, I'm all in helping this kid. And then as you started to like find yourself a little bit and find out what you were going to do in church and she was kind of like, okay, now I'm backing off yeah. a little bit, but maybe not doing it gracefully, but then not answering calls and texts and at least explaining like that fact is strange i feel like something happened higher up in leadership that you don't know about i have a second verdict that's a little bit of a fluke but she had a vision of you and she's very religious and spiritual and something in me tells me that she had a different vision later oh yeah the visions i forgot that that like implied maybe you weren't the superstar she thought you were and kind of <laughs> dropped you. And like, I'm saying that because to me, it's like wildly inappropriate to line children up and say this one's special. I had a vision you guys aren't. And like, so I wonder if there is something in there that like, she was like, God's telling me to do something else. So I'm going to go do that. Uh huh. Yeah. Maybe like, I, I think, I mean, you're right that maybe she just had a different vision. Yeah. For like what she's supposed to do with her time yeah. and energy. Yeah. It's hard. This is a hard one. It's a little hard because, yeah, religion operates outside of the rational. So yeah. When we're usually we're like trying to figure out what was their rational choice, but there's something else operating in their mind different than mine. Yeah. Own, so. And I grew up, I when I was growing up, like religion was a big deal to me. Um, So like I don't want to be like making fun of religion while I'm talking to you about it. But um. Because I, I used to be like very protective of it. So yeah. I totally get it. And like it can be a, a place for people who are lost or lonely or feeling isolated to come and like be accepted. But it's even more fucked up. She didn't respond to your messages yeah. like, because of that. Um, yeah, my my like meter is pointing to that she that some that she kind of started selfishly taking care of you and then selfishly dissolved for something else. That's no, but I, I think like. That's the whole thing is like, I think that for me, at least, like I always believe like in God, but I yeah. don't necessarily believe in church. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. The I, institution of God. Is exactly. Yeah. Because I think yeah. that that's when you get into a lot of people that are shady and they do yeah. other things. And, you know, a lot of times I feel like people like I feel like a lot of Christians act in a way that's like not Christian. And right. it's like, oh, yeah. like, you know, yeah. like and so that's why it's like. I do. I agree. Like I could totally see that. And I think it was interesting because the guy who, uh, who I had heard that had also got ghosted, it was like the, the youth pastor just left him because he got a better gig, like with those more money. Yeah. So it's like, there's a lot of other. Yeah. And then you said she got kind of promoted into general ministry. Exactly. So I feel like you were like the she was like, I'm a good, like the kids love me. I even got the difficult one to like me. Now let me move on. Like it was like a career, it was all career based decisions. And yeah. then she got what she wanted and then just moved on. It's interesting. It's also interesting. I never thought about like the higher ups, like basically seeing like, Hey, this, this thing is inappropriate. Like why is she on the bus with us for Habitat to community? Yeah. You know, like I totally I totally do think like now looking back, like it could have been like all of those things where it was like, yeah, this is just like a thing that she's she's trying to take on that. Yeah. 
it just snowballed. But yeah, but thank you guys for, for real quick. Do you know if that was her first time being a youth minister or did she come from another church? No, it's her first time. I yes, I, I knew job. it. Yeah. I knew it. Learning, yes, learning I knew it was job, her new. I think is yeah. the theme. Yeah, that she took on too much and then she transitioned into a higher role and it was selfish. I'm really mad at her. Honestly, I'm really mad at her for doing that. It's so mean. It makes me want to cry. Because I've been a lonely kid and you're like, please talk to me. Oh, that kills me. Yeah. Uh, fuck we, her. Sorry. I'm so mad for you. Well, we have to do unfinished, unfinished business. business. So like with ghosts haunting people, it's usually because of unfinished business. But now you have unfinished business. You can tell her. If you if she was here, what would you tell her? What would I tell her? Um... I guess thank you for the support like because I do think that she was very helpful in my creativity and I think that I am still part of the person I am because of her and like her encouragement and you know I still think fondly of the time I don't necessarily appreciate it that she ghosted me and I guess yeah I guess I just want Veronica like I hope that she's happy and I hope that she like lives her uh life to the fullest and I hope that you know no bad things happen to her because You're so I sweet. think <laughs> that, that she really you know I, I, again we all try to do things and you know I uh after talking to James and Cotty I've been able to you know I'm I'm speaking now to Veronica but I've been able to reach closure because I did realize that, like, you know, a lot of times, like, I, I know I've had that where there's been certain things where I go like, oh, I'm getting too involved in this. I might, you know, they weren't small children, right. but it was like, you know, you kind of are like, OK, I, I think I might just need to step out. So, yeah. Um, thank I you guys just say, Lexi was super fucking nice. If I ever meet you, I'm a words for you, Veronica. <laughs> Watch your back. OK. <laughs> Sorry, that was not nice. Lexi gave a really nice thing. <laughs> Made it bad. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it. That's how I guess we bury this ghost. Let's do it. Let's do it. Do you really feel do you really feel some closure after talking about it and like kind of hearing ideas about her side of it? Yeah, I think it I do because I feel like I feel like I used to work for like a long time, um, like in another life I worked in like casting and like, yeah, a lot of times people don't get the job, not because they're not a good actor. It's because there's all these other it's things. It's just like a puzzle piece. Exactly. You have to be the right puzzle piece. Exactly. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like, we need someone taller. We needed some, we had right. the blondes. We needed a brunette. We yeah. needed someone, you know, one time we had an actor that was so good and we couldn't do him because uh, we couldn't have him because the other actor was not that good. Like the lead actor. And it was like, it's clearly night and day. Yeah. So talking to you guys made me realize that, um, yeah, that it, it there is a bigger picture that it yeah. wasn't just because I sucked. Oh, no, no, you did not or suck. I had controversial opinions oh. about like about like pro gay marriage. Oh, like it God. wasn't like any of those, you know, yeah. uh, those deciding factors. It just was like I think you're right that maybe the higher ups were like, "Hey, this isn't okay." Like, yeah, don't contact her at all. You know, like it could, you know, yeah. like, I, I could see it going that way because, like in the church like they also kind of 
this is a not neither here nor there. This is like a talk for another day. Yeah. But they also weren't necessarily the best with other people like the main like at the heads of the church were like were like with people that had been in the congregation for like a long time. Like I know a bunch of people that exited because they felt, you know, it, it, there was more of a focus on like, well, we need to get these new people like then yeah. maintaining. Oh, okay. Like it, there was like less of a focus and there was more, there was a lot more ideas like how we had the drum line and more exciting things yeah. that it was like not really for the people that were coming, but like more Just, tactics yeah. of like, how can we recruit? How do we recruit? stay new and shiny? And so I think, you know, I think if you're hearing that, then you're kind of like, okay, yeah, we have her where we want her, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, I got to move on to like get the new kids. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not great, but yeah. I do think that talking to you guys made me realize that there's a lot of other factors and also yeah. too, like even realizing like, oh yeah, it was her first job. Yeah. So it's like, she didn't handle it well, but it's like, she's learning. Yeah. Yeah. You know? She probably was like 24. Yeah. Yeah. You are pretty stupid at 24. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. This was like such a great story and I'm glad you told it because I, I agree. I'm sure this has happened to other people. Yeah. And, uh, they need to know it's not their fault. They were a child. Yeah. It, and, they, yeah. it was their, It wasn't their fault. And that, you know, if they believe in God or they believe in some sort of higher power, even yeah. if it was like a Buddhist monk that ghosted them or yeah. hopefully not. But yeah. if it was, you know, if it was that it's not yeah. their fault, maybe that it was their that first buddhist monk maybe they took a vow of silence i don't know but yeah. i'm just saying don't lose your religion because of what religious people do mm, that's a great quote mm. well lexi where can people follow you yeah you're a fount of optimism and positivity on social media oh thank you so much yeah you guys uh people can follow me at smile lexi or at all wednesday which i post like weekly uh positive things at but either or or you know you can find me uh telling some jokes with Cody, yeah Cody through la uh at different places but yes that's why alexi is great on all social media hooray <laughs> thanks so much for listening to Cody Assad ghost detective the show is recorded edited and produced by me james hilmer you can follow the show at Cody Assad ghost detective on instagram and support our Patreon at patreon.com slash Thanks so much. <laughs>